Hey guys, so today on this video, I want to talk about buying a home and avoiding regret after having done so. So often I speak with home buyers, especially millennials, because really you guys are the ones that are moving the market now. Millennial first time home buyers. And I am amazed at the lack of understanding the home buying process for those that tell me they've gone to seminars, first time home buyer programs, realtor told me this, that, or the third, or the realtor referred me to a, another lender and they have no clue as to what is going on. And so I'm not surprised when I saw this news clip that I'm going to share with you. And then afterwards, I'm going to give you some tips that you should follow in my humble opinion. Let's get into the video. Tonight, a brand new home buyers report shows 81% of millennial first time home buyers have buyers regret. Fox 26's Randy Wallace live from downtown tonight with some of the reasons that they're complaining. Randy. Yeah, Jonathan, owning your own home is the American dream. But eight out of 10 millennials say becoming a first time home buyer turned into a nightmare. According to the 2023 Millennial Home Buyer Report, 82% of millennial first time home buyers have buyer's remorse. You know what? Maybe I don't love this home. Maybe I don't love my neighborhood. Maybe I this is a little bit more expensive than I thought it was going to be. So a lot of people are looking at this like maybe this wasn't a smart move. They weren't aware of the property taxes that they would be paying and how high they are. They weren't aware of some HOA dues that are always going to be due. Millennials' number one complaint, paying too high of an interest rate. When you look at, at a mortgage rate on a, say, $300,000 house at a 3% or 4% interest rate, then to a 6 or 7% interest rate, you're looking at double the payment that they thought it was going to be, which is huge. The second biggest complaint of millennial home buyers not knowing enough about home buying. There are a lot of steps when going through inspections, going through the appraisal. Do you have a survey? Is your financing secured? It's actually imperative for millennials to make sure that they're talking with a real estate professional that has their best interests at mind. Millennials also cite buying in a bad location, bad neighbors, or buying a fixer-upper as reasons for regret. Statistically, homeowners will stay in their home for five to six years, typically, and so I would, I would highly advise people to look at it as an investment standpoint, but also, is it a safe place to raise your family, especially millennials with growing families, growing children? Just because we've crept up in values, when you look at nationwide, Colorado, California, Atlanta, all of these other places, we are much more affordable. So Texas is still a hot spot and probably always will be. Now, buying property is still one of the safest investments anyone can make. Now, before buying a home, be sure to do your due diligence and find yourself a real estate agent you can trust. Reporting live from downtown. There you have it. Let me turn this off. There you have it. You may be one that has purchased recently and in the millennial cohort or any cohort, right? And hopefully you're not experiencing buyer's remorse because of some key points that they hit. The first thing that I would want to stress to you is that it is imperative for you to understand the buying process. We have several videos on this channel 
from a 30 second standpoint to more in depth and longer videos. But what you need to take away from the video is this, it's a process and it's very nuanced and there are a lot of steps. So you need to be able to partner with a lending professional that can communicate to you what it is that will be expected of you when going through the loan process, getting into the home and afterwards, after the sale. Too many times for whatever reason, and eight out of 10 people, that's a lot of remorse. And I see a lot of seminars and folks dressed up and having a good time. And obviously there's no education going on about this investment that you're going to make, implying it's long-term. So make sure you really understand the buying process or find someone that is going to educate you on how that process works from beginning to while you're living in the home and the exit strategy. We have a video that I will probably put a card on this video on for you to watch where we have a very seasoned agent that I've dealt with over years. And she point, point blank period says, hey, you need to go to your lending professional first before coming to see me if you're looking to secure financing for the home so that you could be properly pre-approved. And before I move to the next point, education about the buying process, being approved properly upfront will let you as a potential home buyer understand the true cost monthly, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. So let's move on to the next point. Uh, my opinion is this, you really shouldn't be spending more than 30% of your income. And keep in mind, if you're a W-2 employee, we're using your gross income. So that number is somewhat inflated, okay? The way for you not to feel remorse or pressure, okay, is to make sure you're living within or beneath your means. Nobody wants to tell you that, but that's the truth, okay? And so 25 to 30% of your income, again, we're using gross, that should be your total monthly payment or for your housing expenditures. Now, there's some scenarios due to student loan debt and car payments and just lifestyle too many times, especially in the millennial cohort. And again, I'm not looking down my nose. I'm basing this off of data from applications that I've since January, 2023, new world, new year, right? In the environment that we're in, a lot of us are living beyond our means or we have an income problem. So it's easy to say, hey, I am stressed or I can't afford these homes or these things because interest rates are high, but interest rates aren't high. They might be or seem high to you because the environment that you've grown up in, but you have to go back again, check the channel and understand why interest rates were in the two and 3%. That is not a healthy or a normal market. Okay. More so we get into the fours, four to 6% range. That's how business is conducted. Okay. So with that said, you have to understand your numbers going back to the education process. Don't want to beat the point, but 25 to 30% of your income gross 
W-2 employee, you should be living in that area. Now, we have programs where the debt to income ratio, the DTI, FHA can go as high as 56%. I've done some VA loans in the 60% range, but those are unique situations, unique scenarios that it made sense. It's not the norm. And so you have to watch these things online because people are speaking to the lust of your flesh. That's why you have buyer's remorse. There's a, a euphoric feeling when I'm buying a home. It's celebrated. Everybody's looking and you want to show it. Nothing wrong with that. But then after that dies down, now you got to make the payment. Okay, that's not the time to be remorseful. We need to understand the full matter of what it is that you're getting into, right? If you have to have a higher debt to income ratio, make sure you can afford it. Sometimes a debt to income ratio, a DTI might be higher in a situation, but I'm only using one person in the household. I'm not using both partners for whatever reason. It's strategy. Okay. It's not a one size fit all. Watch these marketers that have gone out and got a license that tell you what you want to hear and never give you the truth of the matter. And then once you buy, they're gone. A lot of them aren't even in the business today. So as you can tell, I get passionate about that. Do your research, okay? Let's move on to the next point. In the video, the young man mentioned taxes, HOA, homeowner association fees, especially in Texas. You're in a planned unit development, a PUD a subdivision, you got HOA fees. Moreover, you got rules in the HOA. You'd be surprised at people that buy stuff and they don't understand what the rules are. Did you get the bylaws? Do you understand you can't do this and you can't do that, right? I didn't know. Maintenance fees. This is one of the reasons the VA loan is the best loan out. And people think it's because it's 100%. But from an insider, from a professional view, point of view, pardon me, it's not because the veteran can finance up to 100% of the purchase price. It's because how it's underwritten. And we, in essence, are going to underwrite from a net income standpoint, Okay. We're going to make sure that there's residual income left over. Okay. I got enough money to pay the mortgage and I have some left over from the net numbers, not the gross. And there's a maintenance fee. So for you all that are out there, if you're in the process, here's a jewel. Take 14 cents and you might even bump it up a little bit because, you know, there's inflation now, right? You might want to go 20 cents, but 14 is a baseline, 14 cents. 0.14 times the square footage of the home that you're looking to buy. And that's the amount of money that you need to be able to put to the side every month, earmark in an account, right? High savings, high yield savings account or some place where that money possibly could grow. And that's for when stuff happens, not if, when, because <laughs> it's going to happen. Okay. And this is an investment blows my mind. Everybody's on the generational wealth and learning and things of that nature, but nobody wants to pay taxes or understand that it takes time and you have to maintain. It's an investment. You have to take care of this thing that you're living in for utility. And if done right, when you exit, it'll be a blessing to you if you understand the process. So 14 cents per square foot, it's a great nugget for you to understand that, hey, I have maintenance fees, okay? If I have a insurance claim, if I have a deductible, that's what that money's for. Every month I'm putting that money to the side. Worst case scenario, nothing ever happens, 
that might be the down payment on the next home. It's about planning. It's about understanding. Quit letting folks hype you up because after the sugar rush is gone, you left with the loan and they're not going to help you pay for it. Let's move on. Neighborhood. <laughs> and I know realtor professionals can't say certain things. I'm very reserved in that as well. But I'll say this and read between the lines. Real estate is about location, 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 location. Okay. So that's on your realtor partner. Again, don't let a pretty face and a nice suit and a car and some B-roll on a video get you hyped up. Does that professional date? Here's the thing. Local is better. Local is better. No, it's not. Because if it is, we wouldn't have eight out of 10 people, millennials and remorse. And if you heard the video, a lot of folks didn't like the neighborhood. Why is that? That's what the professional, the realtor on the ground, in my opinion, that's who needs to be local. That needs, that's who the expert needs to be about the neighborhood. Obviously that's not the case because there's a lot of remorse. So again, make sure you understand who it is that you say, you know, like, and trust. Okay. And that no like, and trust, just like investing comes over time, right? Even via the internet, you could go back and look at the videos, listen to the tone, listen to the tenor, listen to the reviews. They should have some reviews out here. Right. And then listen to yourself, listen to your spirit when you're talking to somebody, because I'm not for everybody. And that's facts. You aren't either. That's the spice of life. There's a, there's somebody for you and you need to make sure you understand who that is in this process because it's one of the largest purchases that you'll make, if not the largest in your adult life. You're borrowing hundreds of thousands of dollars and it is a great investment as you heard in the video. Don't let anybody fool you, but you have to understand, okay? Just like anything else in life, the more you understand, study to show yourself approved and you won't be, you won't feel remorse or feel bamboozled because you consider the full matter and you knew what was happening. So that leads me into the next point. Again, who are your trusted advisors? Did you find a realtor on Zillow because you want to go run and see a house <laughs> because you were impatient? You haven't really been pre-approved. You don't know the process. You don't have any money in the bank. Blows my mind. I've turned down, not turned down, but consulted on say the last nine out of 20 applications that I've had. And these folks don't have any money. It doesn't compute. How are you going to buy and maintain a home without any money? See, that's a lack of education. That's on us, right? We'll do better. Again, if you follow me, right? If you follow me, go to the channel, right? At Lend to USA, subscribe. We're giving the real information as to homeownership, how to secure financing, what you should do before, during the process and after so that remorse won't be there. Choose your advisors wisely, realtors as well, right? They should know that area, what's coming, what's a good neighborhood, what's not a bad neighborhood, are we safe? When I need to stretch a little more, when I don't, these are the things that they're supposed to be getting paid for, not just to take you to a builder and put their name on a contract so they can get paid. That's not the process. So choose your lending and realtor partner wisely because they're the ones that educate you on your process, okay? 
because there's an appraisal survey. What's an option period? What's an inspection period for? Can I get seller concessions? Where do you see this area growing or what's going on in this area? That's the local expert. You can get your money from anywhere. Don't let these folks fool you. <laughs> With all that said, guys, if you're ready, if you're ready to enter into home ownership, let me define who that is or what that looks like. I want to buy within 90 days. Okay. If that's you, this is what I would advise you to do. I would admonish you to schedule a consultation and let's have a discussion. That discussion, 15 minutes, that's all I need. Okay. I want to listen to what it is that you're trying to achieve. I'm going to ask you some exploratory questions to see where you are, to see if we're a fit. You're interviewing me, I'm interviewing you. If it seems like we have some type of rapport on that call, then your next step is to be pre-approved properly. Go to the channel, click on the how to apply for a home loan. It's in a short format and digest that, okay? And then if that's the case, we'll go to the next step so that you can be properly approved. I don't do credit reports and send out letters. We're going to underwrite you over here and you're going to understand what your options are. I think that's it, guys. Hopefully you understand and hear the tone and the tenor and the voice and the importance of these things that we're talking about, because it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing when it's done right. And I think we could say that about everything in life, right? It's always lovely when we do it the right way. So with that, my time is up, but I thank you for yours. As I say, let's be good to one another, guys. Let us, let grace abound. And until the next time, peace. Y'all be blessed.